eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Bulls are off and running, and Dan and Jason Bernstein are here to keep you up to date with the Stampede. You're listening to Organizations Win Championships. Welcome to episode number 28 of the Organizations Win Championships podcast. I am Dan Bernstein, along with Jason Bernstein and our producer, Rick Camp, and we actually have a little bit of Bulls news that we can lead with today. Congratulations to Alex Caruso for making the 2023 NBA All-Defensive First Team. I think well-deserved for a guy who is at least able to play enough games to merit this honor. That was my first thought. I didn't know if he played enough games because I feel like he's always having these one to two week injuries. It's his wrist, it's his ankle, it's his knee. And he just has these time, these periods of time where he's just out and it's for whatever reason, you don't see it happen. He's just hurt and then he's gone, but he deserves it. He was the bulls best defender last season. And he obviously he was one of the best defensive players in all of basketball. Something that surprised me, obviously Anthony Davis also is the same thing where he doesn't play very many games, but he didn't make any all NBA defensive team, I believe. And Dylan Brooks made the second team and I made it known on the last episode that I am not the biggest fan of Dylan Brooks. And that kind of makes me angry that he's on the team. However, there there's, I don't yeah, know. But he's if not on his own actual team. Is the difference because they Correct. said that they said under no circumstances. I was just going to say. It, I didn't know if we covered the under no circumstances portion of the Dylan Brooks free agency on our last uh, episode, but I don't think we did. 
I don't think we did. That was in the official statement by the team that under no circumstances would Dylan Brooks return. So thank you for remembering that so we can put a bookend on it. The rest yeah, of this the is all teams, episode 27, part two. <laughs> the rest of the first team, uh, your leading vote getter was Jaron Jackson Jr. of Memphis at forward. The other guard is Drew Holiday of Milwaukee. His teammate Brooke Lopez joins him on the first team. Well-deserved. And Evan Mobley. So, boy, the uh, Bulls division uh, more than well represented. The second team is Derek White of Boston, Draymond Green of Golden State, OJ Ananobi, Toronto, the aforementioned Dylan Brooks, and Bam Adebayo of Miami. Can you name the other Bull that got a vote? Patrick Williams? No, Patrick Beverly. I'm actually surprised that Patrick Williams didn't merit at least one second team vote from somebody because I thought he had a, a pretty yeah, well, he, had, he had a good year defensively. But just one vote for Pete. No Mark is smart either. That's, Mark, that's the, he won was the it was the highest other player receiving votes because okay. The, what about Mikal Bridges? Because those were he was Mikal next. Bridges, Giannis, and um Marcus Smart were the three defensive player of the year candidates last year. Marcus Smart won. Well so Marcus Smart had 35 total points. Bam Adebayo was the last guy to make the second team with 53. So Smart was was 11th. Bridges was 12th. Jimmy Butler was 13th. And Mikal Bridges played 83 games this year because he was traded. And he played, I think, every single game that he was eligible to play in. Good piece of trivia. It's... That's impressive. I, I don't know. I, I can't remember the last time off the top of my head that somebody played 83 games in a season and took a step up in the second half of the season when you would think you'd be getting tired, but he just new team and he just started destroying everybody except for uh, Joel Embiid, who's a pretty good basketball player. So let me ask you this. Okay. First of all, do you know what year the all defensive teams were first named? 1960. 1969. So they're okay. exactly as old as I am. And maybe exactly, exactly, if you think about June of 1969, would be about the end of the season, maybe a little earlier than that. Yeah, it's the, exactly how old you are because you were born in June of 1969. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. So <laughs> I put together, I actually really I actually, old. I actually did the work. Don't look. But I, but I actually spent I some time today. Putting this together. You said don't look, and you put it right in front of the camera. Well, I mean, I meant you. Anybody else can look. I don't care. Oh. The, the all-time list of Chicago Bulls that have made either first or second team all defense. Alex Caruso this year has become the sixth Bull. Sixth. To be first team. First team. Okay. There have been 13 players in total. Including, including Caruso? Caruso. Okay, including so I need Caruso. to name 12. I'm just I'm just curious. It's starting in in 1969. Yeah. Okay. All right. All the way to now, how Good. many you can probably name? Okay. Jordan. Jordan is correct. Pippen. Pippen is correct. Uh, let's see. Just so you know, Jordan has made nine. And no. This do, is this, as do, a this bull. do this after. Do this after. This is as a bull. I get this in is, rhythm. Do this after. Wait. There are a lot. There are. I need to mention there are uh. a lot of guys who've made this team who have played for the Bulls. But the, the, to do this, you have to make as it bull. as a bull. So, yes, okay. Jordan, nine first teams. Pippen, I said Pippen. Pippen, seven first team, one second team. Joakim Noah, because he was the defensive player of the year. Correct. Joakim Noah was first team in 13 and 14. Yeah. And he was second team in 11. 
Let's go Luol Deng. Yes, I didn't think okay. you'd get that. Luol Deng's second team in 2012. That's four. Dennis Rodman. No, no. Okay, that not makes sense. He was he was just a great rebounder. Well, he, he made some of these teams, just not as a bull. Right. Artis Gilmore. Yes, he made one time second team in 1978. So that's five. Correct. All right, because those were the names off the top of my head. Um, yeah. I don't think Horace Grant was a good enough defender. He yes, was. Horace Grant. Horace Grant was a second really? team in 93 and 94. Wow. Okay. It's not going to be Derek. No way. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Anybody else within the 2010s that yeah. I didn't get? Yeah. Um, don't, don't, don't give me anything. Oh, Jimmy. Jimmy made it a second team in 14, 15, and 16. We're gonna have to talk Seven. about him too. Um, with what he, what the hell is he doing, man? Now, but it's, okay, it's so obvious. Seven. It's obvious. Well, because Caruso, you, you, we were gonna say. So that's. I, I this is probably a terrible guess, but in 2017, did Rajon Rondo make it when he was with the team? It's not a bad guess, but no, See, he's, he's a good defender. There, there is, there's an era of Bulls basketball where you were, you were alive, but probably too young. So like oh seven. Yeah, there's two who made it on the second team in oh seven. Oh boy. Um, one was a guy you were impersonating when you, when you, no, not, you cut your head. No, open. it was not Kirk Heinrich. Yes, it was. He made an all defensive team. He did in oh. I was going to say him just because. So you should know the story. How old were you? Three, something like that. Jason was three years old. Oh, no. And he would, he'd watch Bulls games, and we'd, we'd watch it in the basement, and he had this little plastic hoop. It was an I NBA still hoop. do this, by the way. It was, an, it was three Bulls games. I know. It was, an, it, was, it was NBA hoop, and he would shoot, and then he'd impersonate <laughs> the guy who shot it. And, and you would actually do their actual jump shot, even at three. And... Kirk Heinrich makes a three and he went backpedaling and they did sort of the, the camera, you know, the, 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 they call it the glory shot of him. Like, yeah, I just made this shot as he's backpedaling. So a three-year-old Jason hits, hits the shot and does the backpedal, but doesn't realize that the granite countertop of the wet bar is directly behind him, so he's nodding his head as he's like, yeah, 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 bonk, and smacks <laughs> the back of his head right on the corner. <laughs> it was right on the right on the edge of it. Right on, right on the edge of it. Like, so I I was I made sure you, you you were not bleeding. There was no concussion. You were just, I think, a little <laughs> surprised. But that that is okay, my so that's favorite. eight that's eight players. Yep. I mean, I'm I don't know too much about those '90s teams. I know enough. Uh, Get the other 07 guy. The other 07. Do I know who it is? Yes. Like, he, and he's made all defensive teams with the previous team he played for as well. Ben Wallace. Yes. Very good. Okay. Very good. Now, now you're gonna have to show me something because we're talking about the years. I have three of, more. Yeah, and so there's there's three more. All two of whom I would say are all time 
great defenders. I'll tell you that one of them made four first teams and two second teams. Wow. The other made three first teams and four second teams. And the third made three second teams. Anybody in the 90s? No, they're all 70s. Oh, boy. All I don't 60s, have... All 60s and 69 and 70s. Bob Love. Yes, Bob Love made okay. it three second teams. Very good. Not Jerry Sloan. One of the best defenders. Really? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That's two. That, so, yep. The, so, you got you have one more. I have, he was a, a teammate of mine at the score for many years. I hosted shows with him. He was part of a regular part of the morning show. And, and he was known for being a, def, a defender to the point of being maniacal. From the seventies. Yes. Do I know who it is? I don't know. Is it, I don't know it, either. Norm Van Leer. I know the name. I would yes. never have gotten it. Yeah, at absolute, just a tremendous, tremendous defender. And he was a first teamer in '74. I'll take 11 of the 12, though. '77. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Yeah, Norm. Norm. Norm was a thing. I can. I, I can imagine he missed you because you didn't really get to listen to him, and you didn't get to see him play. Yeah. But that's your that's a, your little bit of uh, Bulls all defense. Yeah, I did better than I lesson. than I expected. I, I, I think you did great, actually. I think you should be very pleased with yourself. So, in the conference semis as it stands, let's take a look at the playoffs at the moment. Okay. Miami is up on New York three one. Philly and Boston are tied at two as of the time of recording. Denver and Phoenix tied at two. LeBron and the Lakers are up on Golden State three one after a weird game last night. A very I really hope game. the Lakers win. I do too. The entire thing. At this point, I don't think the Knicks are coming back. I think we, I, I said that the Knicks were going to breeze past Miami. There's, there's something going on there. Well, and I think Eric think, was out coaching Tom Thibodeau is what's happening. And to, to think that the Bulls were in a game with them, like if, I guarantee you there are some Bulls fans out there going, Oh my God! If we were the eight seed, we would also be one game away from the Eastern Conference semifinals. There, Dad, I guarantee you, there are Bulls fans saying that. Where, where, where All they across are, the city, wherever they are, move away from them as quickly as possible. But you, Jimmy, but Jimmy Butler's really good. Yeah, yeah, he's he's, and he's been the key to a lot of the stuff that Spolster's been doing too, with how he's been deployed defensively. And you know what, Spolster is a master of doing coaching. He's, but specifically involving he's great with involving the other team's guys in in defending ball screens his choice of screeners and some of what this is just my observation when Spolstra uses some of the double screens it's almost like he's using the second part of the screen just to get someone involved and work them over a little bit as a defender or or change the distance that they have to cover and he's he's really really good at being aware of tiring somebody out or trying to pick up fouls on them or just making them work harder by involving them in ball screens. It's and this entire series and most of this playoff run is without Tyler Hero, who is their third option and behind Butler and Adebayo. I don't know what his timetable is exactly. I think it'd be around the finals when he could come back. But 
they're they just turned it on and it just shows you how little the regular season matters. And I know it's tougher for a playing team to go far just because they've had even playing two more games or even one more game that that makes a little bit of a difference, especially on teams where your superstar is above the age of 30, which is the case for Miami and obviously the case for LA, but they're just beating the, I don't think Julius Randall's quote about they want it more than uh, more than we do. I, I, eh, I, I think that's more just somebody is getting out coached and the other team is playing better basketball. It's not about wanting it more. That's, that's in my opinion. I don't think the Knicks are playing uninspired basketball. I just think they're getting beat. Interesting and, point about, about stars over 30 though. Because Golden State's stars are over thirty, are all of them over thirty. Isn't Jokic thirty? Hey, let me. It's hard to tell. He's got sort of an ageless quality about him. Yeah, I I don't really think his age matters. He's twenty eight. Wow, he's a he's an old twenty eight. Have you seen the scars on his arms? By the way, this has been a thing for five months. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's kind of well because you just have to because he moves the with the ball high so well, and it, you just have to put your hands up. So he's going to get scratched. I remember Levine had a bad scratch one time like that, but it's just all it's like he has tiger lines on it. I guess that's a good point though because that it shows he's he's fundamentally he does play with his arms up. Because if it was so down, off, they would just yeah. they would just slap it. Yeah. Right. Right now, that's because he, he can't jump either, so he has to get every bit out of his. I wonder his if Luca has the same sort of thing. But in the thing, he's so much more of a ball handler. I don't. I don't think he would. God, well, the yeah. Mavericks didn't even make the playoffs this year. Play in, and if you count, think about that, if you, if you count Durant as Phoenix's star, that's a star over thirty, and I believe Embiid is twenty nine. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know that Devin Booker's averaging something like 36.7 on 61% shooting? That means you've been watching him because right, yeah, you've never I've, seen him miss. I've never seen Devin Booker miss a jump shot in my entire life. It got the discussions last year between Booker and Levine. We've talked about this a million times, but I know. I know. But just in, in, in general, what you ask He's a, a superstar. Player, what you ask a max player to do and be that and to think they also went they may have both been 13th overall picks i could be wrong but i think they were they were very close respectively in their own drafts of 
dra- like where they were drafted and to see what Devin Booker is and more importantly to see what Zach Levine isn't is really frightening as a Bulls fan. I don't think he's it's gotten to the point where he can't be part of a championship team. I don't know if it'd be with the Bulls, but I think you can win a championship with Zach Levine. But Devin Booker is becoming a guy that you win a championship because of. I know they have Kevin Durant. He takes a lot of the pressure off of Booker. However, even before that trade, Devin Booker was light years ahead of Zach Levine when it comes to superstardom. I think we should also bring up a former bull who is playing a huge and unexpected role for his team. And it's not like the bulls wouldn't have been able to scout him in college, but Max Struess is developing. And what bothers, Miami over, does. What, what bothers me as much as anything else, and we can comp the superstars and comp the, the highly paid guys. It's the guys who've been developed that really sting because I don't know where that pipeline is for the bulls. And I thought I, I can I, give I, you a few names. Spencer Dinwiddie was in the playoffs this year as a quality starting point guard. He was a bull. Um, Shaq Harrison is on the Lakers right now. He, my guy. He, scored, he scored nine points the other night. Tro- oh, Troy Brown has played some important minutes for the Lakers and he he's been solid. So that's, that's four bulls that, you know, borderline G League. I wouldn't say, you know, Troy Brown wasn't a borderline G Leaguer, but the other three played in the G League with the Bulls. Is and Campaign still in Phoenix? Yes, that's another one. Damn. That 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 is another one. It's just these the <clears throat> so tough. annoying. Tough. That 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 gets to me. You see got other teams. Oh, campaign's starting. When He's the starting point guard of a championship quality team at the moment. I would love for the Lakers to win it all, but I, I don't uh, think I, I would. I, I, I hope that happens just to shut everybody up. Oh, they should shut up. If they haven't shut up yet, they're not going to. Trust me. Any, anybody who hasn't learned, learned the, the reality of basketball yet, it, it, to this point, who would need like another LeBron championship – isn't ever, ever, ever going to get there. Ever. He could yeah. win 10 more and they still... Like those. It's only dead-enders now. I saw... I think there was a clip of Oscar Robertson laughing at Jordan and LeBron comparisons, saying that... Basically saying that LeBron is way, way, way better. And... It's, it's just objectively true. I, I I don't... I can't do this now. I can't... I can't do another lesson that's what that's all that you would make a lot more money if you talked if you just screamed about how about lebron being better but no if i screamed about lebron being bad and and just became kind of a weirdo i could get all the skip bayless money that'd be great yeah you saved his career then i'd be able to send you to college instead of having savion flowers pay for your college dad (laughs) what (laughs) he's your daddy now Jason gave up a 450-foot home run. (laughs) You should have seen this thing. No one has ever seen a ball hit this far. It was was an absolute nuclear explosion. (laughs) It was like a supernova. You can't help yourself, can you? Oh, my God. Never, never in my life 
have I seen a high school player hit a ball that far? I mean, this dude, this guy's 6'5", 200 pounds. He could pounds. get drafted. He's going to, he might get drafted. He, he, just like it was one of those where the right the right fielder could have just gone. Huh? Huh? All right, I mean it was it was it was in space. Just, Please stop! I can't. <laughs> so I, so I, I, told, I told Jason I'm not paying for college. He, that guy's got to pay for college because that's your real daddy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. Uh, can we talk about what was in uh, Darnell Mayberry's mailbag? Kind of buried in his mailbag. So much. I, come on. What's the point of doing this if I can't? If I can't, you, know, you couldn't hit a, a baseball over 200 feet if you tried. Your back is back breaking day, down, and you have two and you have two knees that don't work anymore. Yeah, I but I, I one hopped the wall you. at Irwin Field against North Carolina. <sighs> It was a you know top spin liner. I did a little bit of gap power. Like, I would strike you out on three pitches, even if you were in college. Yeah, I I don't know. Yep. If you yep. threw me first ball fastball, I, I could. I wouldn't throw you first ball fastball because that's not what I do. Usually, right. If, if any team, if any, Solorio. if any, if any team is listening to this, that I'm going to play in the playoffs, I I throw first ball fastball every time. You did it at Solorio, and the guy uh, well, uh, for the for the first time through the lineup, right? And okay, then... this isn't this isn't a baseball podcast. You all just right. wanted to get your rant in about a baseball. I gave up. I know, but you, but all your stuff is sitting. All your golf clubs, all your bats are sitting here. So I'm, it was been top of mind. Three hundred dollars for this. You don't even use it. I oh. took BP today, and I I was good. Aw, that's so cute. I hate <laughs> this. This is in, in Darnell Mayberry's mailbag. And I don't know why this, to me, this is a lead, but this is in the athletic. By all accounts, Arturis Karnaschovas has a good working relationship with Bulls COO Michael Reinsdorf, which can and likely will keep Karnaschovas through a second contract. One source said the Bulls quietly handed an extension to Karnaschovas recently as well. What? Fine. What? I, I mean, what's with the secret contract extensions? What? Te- what other team does this? What other teams are like? Hey, we're gonna we're gonna give an extension. I think it's because Karnashovas is European. I feel like I don't know. That probably has something to do with it. I don't think Billy Donovan isn't they did it with him. That's true, but it's it was a, orchestrated by Karnashovas. Maybe maybe he just doesn't want to public. I I don't know. I know he's super shy. I really don't care, honestly. Why are you? You're 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 at complete like learned helplessness. No, I just. I mean, I think it would if it were him not getting a contract extension. I feel like that would be bigger news. I. I don't know. I. I don't know if I trust him. I don't know. The Bulls suck. I didn't mean to get you into a complete state of malaise, but yeah, I just find it troubling that it's secret. If you want to stand up in in front of reporters and say, we believe in Arturis Karnaschovas and we are rewarding his hard work with an extension, that's fine. Because that would give a reporter the opportunity to ask the question, why? And And to say, well, what has Arturis done? He hasn't really developed anybody. He's traded away all your draft picks. You're up against the cap and you're old. And not good. Why does he deserve an extension? Like that's got to be asked. I remember the the year they didn't fire Gar Foreman. 
and it was the end of the season and it was Paxson and Foreman. They tried to sneak this press conference in and Joe, <laughs> Joe Cowley <laughs> looked at Paxson and he, he pointed at Gar Foreman and said something like, what is he still doing here? Like, that was that was his question to the executive VP, or he says something like, "Well, he's we're he's he's not going anywhere." He's like, "Why?" It was it was great. It was it was vintage, just legend. Uh, you want to do the showdown? You ready? Sure. I still hate you. That was, <laughs> that was the most unnecessary. That went on for about three minutes. I'm sorry. I I I, I should know better, but it's so much fun. Um, If I can enjoy your successes and enjoy your failures, I think that's good sports parenting. So in the, in the, in the college showdown, I give Jason three current players, which I'm running out of, by the way, we got to have to figure out an alternative here. And Jason finds three sort of heritage NBA players. And then we have a contest to see if we can figure out where they went to college. Jason has a record of 58 and 20. I have a record of 40, 35, and 3. Jason Bernstein, are you ready? Yes. San Antonio Spurs center, Kem Birch. To NLV. Correct. Pistons. Guard Corey Joseph. Texas? Yes. 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 I, see, I try yes. to find these guys who are a little yes. older, so like you don't remember yeah. them getting drafted. Yeah. Um this guy. Okay, I just, I'll like, take two or three with those whoever. Right. Yeah. Clippers guard Xavier Moon. Oh, I remember him. He was a great G League player. Oh! Oh, did he go to I, I, I got I'm getting really excited, but I think I could be wrong, but I think it's right. St. Bonaventure? No. Oh, damn it. He okay. went to Moorhead State. Oh, that's where uh Kenneth Reed went, I believe. Something like that? Yes? I guess. Yes? Alright. You're I, I don't know why. There's somebody that's like that. Like a G League fringe guy scorer dude who went to St. Bonaventure. I know there is an, an, a former you. NBA player named Andrew Nicholson who went to St. Bonaventure, I believe. And I could be wrong about that, too. But okay. All right. Um, all right. Eh, eh, eh. Okay. I I don't know why. I, I picked three good NBA players, but I feel like these are tough colleges, but you do it to me, so it's fine. Okay. Former Cavaliers and Nets forward Roy Hinson. Oh, shoot. This is probably the easiest college out of the three, so. Roy Hinson. It's not Roy Hibbert. No, no, Roy Hibbert was the uh, Pacers center. Yeah, Georgetown. Like every slow big man. Hinson. He went to... He went to... Eastern Washington. Rutgers. Way off. All right, next, we have former Celtics forward Cedric Maxwell. Oh, I should know that. Cedric Cornbread Maxwell. Grambling? Nope. UNC Charlotte. These are hard. Yeah. Well, the Roy Hinson one I thought was, I mean, it's a state school. Oh, man. Power five. All right. This one's probably the hardest. Great. 
former Warriors wing Purvis Short. Oh, he was good. Yeah, I know. He averaged like 17 a game. Purvis Short. I think he had a 50-point game in there, too. Man, I don't, I don't have a clue. I'm just really? going to take a wild stab at this. This is hard today. I'm, I'm going to go with um, Jacksonville. Jackson State. Shoot! I got really scared. Because I had guessed the the HBCU previously, I didn't want to do a second HBCU. What you racist? I didn't want to. I, I thought it, I thought it would it would come, it would come off inappropriately. Uh, wow! Damn, I should have gotten that one. Okay, those were those were super hard. Yeah, well, the first one wasn't that bad. I but I told you, Cedric Maxwell was a good player. Great player. They all were. They're no, all really good. No, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I, those, those absolutely the, the expectation I should. Oh, by the way, Andrew Nicholson did go to St. Bonaventure. So, Mazel tov. Yay. Yes. Congratulations. So, if you enjoy this podcast, and you should, because if you don't, you're an, you're an idiot. Uh, you can subscribe and rate and review and enjoy it. And if you wash your hair with it, your hair will be fall out immediately. No, it will be clean and lovely, like Jason's hair. Even though he looks no, like I have hat hair, he looks like the lead singer of The Cure. He, all he needs is like the, the the mascara trickling down his face. I don't care if Monday's green, Tuesday, Wednesday, sack machine. I don't know. I don't. Know. You're so what? Careful. Like. I don't uh, know. But yeah, if you if you use the podcast to wash your hair, I, you, I'm half you. And lovely is why I'm so malaise, as you like to say. No, you don't. You have a you have a malaise. But much. You're not so. Shut up. What? You're just you use the word wrong. I don't. I just, <laughs> malaise okay. is a noun. Ugh! An adjective. I guess you can be malazed, or you can live in Malaysia. Either way. That concludes this podcast. Th- this we'll... is this is what? why I what I am the way that I am. What are you Popeye now? What? what? Are you about? I am what I am. You're... <laughs> if you're having an existential crisis, do it on your own time. Nobody. No, it. I'll do it on everybody else's. <laughs> well, I hope I hope I hope <laughs> Jason's willing to do this again because we would look forward to episode twenty nine. But that's episode twenty eight. Goodbye.